Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, this is going to be kind of a little come to Jesus podcast today. So I'd like to start in prayer and have the Holy Spirit move our hearts. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Enkindle our hearts with your love. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, what you want us to hear during this time together. Lord, speak through me. Use me as your instrument to those who hear my voice. And we'd like to thank you for giving us the most beautiful gift of faith. We will treasure it. We will not take it for granted. And we will continue to work on deepening our love for you. And through your grace, transform our lives so we can be the best witness of you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Intense morning really got me thinking. So, of course, always goes to the readings. So let me go there really quick. I want to read you Esther. If you've never read this, please do. Um, I mean, just the whole book. Queen Esther. Esther. There's no T. So it's it's S. It's a hard E-S-T-H-E-R. Esther. Queen Esther, seized with mortal anguish, had recourse to the Lord. She lay prostrate upon the ground together with her handmaids from morning until evening and said, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, blessed are you. Help me, who am alone and have no help but you, for I am taking my life in my hand. As a child, I used to hear from the books of my forefathers that you, O Lord, always free those who are pleasing to you. Now help me, who am alone and have no one but you, O Lord my God. And now come to help me, an orphan. Put in my mouth persuasive words in the presence of the lion and turn his head to hatred for our enemy so that he and those who are in league with him may perish. Save us from the hand of our enemies. Turn our mourning into gladness. 
turn our sorrows into wholeness. And then the responsorial psalm, Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Okay, I'm not going to read much more here. I want to go back to the penance, the repentance, the fasting. And I look at our culture and the first world conveniences that we have been used to and that have honestly, I truly believe in my heart of hearts has just diminished our soul. We have been programmed to be entertained every minute, the instant gratification. I heard someone call it the microwave culture once, right? I want it and I want it now and I'm going to get it now. And I also believe that we don't have a real good way of controlling ourselves, our bodies, right? We're very impulsive. We dive into pleasure. Uh, like it's, there's no question. I'm just going to do it. If it feels good, do it kind of culture, the me culture, not the God culture. And so if you look at how we might be fasting or preparing as we pray, what are we doing? If you are out there struggling with, a t- you know, a temptation, maybe an addiction, maybe perpetual falling into sin. Maybe you are working on virtue and you're trying not to be so angry or so judgmental. We should all be working on, on something here. And it, it typically goes in Lent to something, right? To give up. Something that is a, like a bodily mortification. Something to give up or something to add. For example, an ad could be, I'm going to work out every day. A give up could be, I'm not going to have any sugar. Something like that. And then we whine about it. (laughs) We we let everybody know how unhappy we are about it. Right? And then we fall and we have or we don't do. You know, we're too lazy. We do it for a couple days and then we don't. And then we swirl ourselves into this kind of self-hatred and this pathetic, you are so pathetic, I can't believe you couldn't do this for two days, three days, one week, let alone 40 days. And I look at how incredibly devoted and how important it was to fast, to, to show, I mean, think about laying prostrate on the ground from morning until night. And just yesterday we read about Nineveh where the king and everyone in that city, including the animals, wore sackcloth cloth and ashes. No food, no drink until otherwise told. And I go back to prayer. We're always petitioning something from God, and that's okay. We're supposed to ask God for stuff. As a matter of fact, that's our second part, is getting into the gospel. We are. God wants to give us beautiful, wonderful things that are good for us, right? If it's, if it's his will and part of his plan, he's going to do it. But he's going to do it on his time, and he's going to do it in his way. 
And hopefully there's a lesson or something that can be learned through that transformation that we can take to heart and that we can also give credit to God when that transformation truly comes to fruition. So you got to look at your Lenten walk and say, am I really showing God penance and fasting? (laughs) Or am I this first world spoiled brat who doesn't like to not have what I want to have? I really do think it comes down to love. And even though this hit me today, this has been what I've been working on for the past couple of days. Because my walk with God, while I'm fulfilling my agreement with him by spending my holy hour with him every morning or sometime in that day, it's supposed to be first thing before I, before I get it done, before anything else, but there was one day where I had um, a relevant radio interview and I had to move it to later. And man, it just, it doesn't impact my day nearly as much as if I am starting my day in that holy hour. It's night and, it's night and day. <laughs> Sorry to keep using the, the day, the day. But it is, it's, it's fundamentally different and practically different in my day when I spend it with God. And the first thing, And I'm coming on my YouTube video, Small Acts of Love for 40 Days. Please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. Click the bell, the black bell to be notified. And it's not something to add necessarily to your Lent. It's just, I felt God wanted me to bring his love to the world. So it is all about bringing God's love to the world. Not just love, love, which is a little bit harder. And I think the world needs God. And we, you and me, disciples, we've got to do it. Small ways. The world needs God's love. And to know that he's done amazing things in our lives. So check it out. Today's day nine. <laughs> we're, we're moving along. And I don't have those days mapped out. I just pray on it every morning, which is, again, another reason why I love my hour in the morning. So let's reflect and see what it is that we can do today to add to our prayer, right? Our prayer petitions, because you've seen in the Bible that sometimes maybe temptation or addictions or things that we're struggling with are sticky spirits that are hard to get rid of. So prayer and fasting, says Jesus, some of those need that. And now in this season is a beautiful time to kick it up a little bit more or for that matter, make it more joyful No kind of whining or complaining inside. And also make it meritorious. What do I mean? When you walk away from that extra potato chip or you walk away from that thing that you want, 
Maybe you want a nice cappuccino in the afternoon and you decide, you know what, Lord, I'm not, you know, I don't need that. And I'm going to offer that up to you. And I am going to ask that you bless all of the people who don't have food or that you, that you, that you bless all of the people who don't know that you are our food, our daily bread, people who don't know you, or you can make it even more personal and pray for someone, you know, maybe you want a conversion. Maybe you're praying for them to have an addiction end, or maybe someone's sick, but that's a way to double whammy that fast. Do it, offer it to God and offer it to somebody else. And Satan hates that, by the way, because it is a double whammy. Not only have you duped him, right? You've walked away from that temptation or whatever it is, but you've given it to God to go make use of that somewhere else in the world. It's, it's, it's awesome. Okay, going back to my phone. Sorry if there's some weird noises on the podcast. Uh, why? Because God really does love you and really does want to give you what you need, what you ask for. So we're in Matthew chapter 7, 7 through 12. Jesus said to his disciples, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand a son, his son a stone when he asked for a loaf of bread, or a snake when he asked for a fish? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Do to others whatever you would have them do to you. This is the law and the prophets. So God really does not want to give you a snake if you asked for a fish, right? <laughs> he knows what you need before you even ask it. But what I think we should add to our prayer and to our fasting is a little bit of confidence, trust, and persevere in that request. Don't give up because the automatic culture, sorry, I'm trying to get back to my podcast thing. Next time I'll try to drag my laptop up. So many of, sorry, so many of us are trying our best, but we just have this cultural mindset that we want it and we want it now. And if we don't get it, God doesn't answer that prayer within a certain very small time frame. Then he just doesn't love us. He's not answering our prayer and we give up. And that's why I want you to persevere with confidence and trust that God may not answer your prayer exactly the way you want it or at the time that you want it at or at all, but he will answer that prayer and it will be for the better. Sometimes we think we know what the best is, and only God does. So today, 
Lord, we call out to you to give us the grace to fast more, to fast with joy, and to deepen our prayer life, to talk to you all day, and to bring you to the world. We know that you want to answer our prayers, and you know we know that you love us, and you only want the best for us. So we give our prayers to you. We ask only if it is your will that they be answered. And we have confidence and trust in your plans for us. You love us. You've created us exactly the way we are for such a time as this. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, be with us all day today. Guardian Angel, please protect us, encourage us, guide us, lead us. And in your name, Jesus, we pray, amen. Go have a blessed and inspired day. I love you all, and so does God. Talk to you tomorrow.